In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Sammy Sage I'm having a relationship with my pizza and Aileen Drexler I'm gonna make you girls a hump day treat in a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram Just doing my workout Tuesday's arms and back but feels anything but in real life Is butter a carb? Yes This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie from people who understand the struggle I'm on the third day of my cleanse diet Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Eileen. I'm Sammy. And we are here with your non-scale wins and your dear DSTs. And it is Thursday and it is a great day. I hope because we're pre-recording this. <laughs> right, and- right. Let's hope nothing bad <laughs> happened on Thursday. And if it does before this comes out or even after... Just know that we did not record it after the bad thing happened. <laughs> but it is Thursday. Yeah. And we are feeling, we're feeling it. So now it's time for the non-scale wins of the week presented by Nivea Nourishing Body Wash. Nivea believes that when you have beautifully nourished skin that feels amazingly soft and looks healthy, you'll be able to make the most out of your day and live your best life, which I totally totally agree with. When my skin feels just like really good, I just feel good. All right. So let's read the listener non-scale win. Sammy, you want to do this one? Okay. Dear Betches, aka my podcast besties. I'm still flirting with the idea of intuitive eating, but I haven't 100% committed. However, to my two favorite podcast gals, I had to email you immediately. Today, I woke up feeling blah. My 11-month-old needed me by 6.30 in the morning after a long teething night, and I looked at a slice of cold pizza in the fridge and decided that, yes, I deserved it, even though I've been trying to lose the baby weight for almost a year now. I reminded myself that I had been up multiple times during the night, and one slice of cold, delicious pizza while I make her a bottle and prepare her breakfast <laughs> wouldn't kill me, and it gave me a peace of mind. So my non-scale win is being okay with eating cold pizza before I even have my coffee and not regretting a single bite. Every podcast, I feel a little more okay with my post-baby body because of you guys. Thanks with love. Sleepy-eyed, cold pizza eating bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. I love that. I think that that is like such a great, a great win. And, you know, be proud of yourself that you are the one who is awake at 630 every morning or earlier caring for a human that needs you literally to rely on. So a little slice of pizza, it just kind of shows you how ridiculous diet culture is that it has uh, infiltrated our minds. Wait, no pun intended. Yeah. That, um, yeah. I think that it is definitely, that's amazing that you, that that is what you're winning. And it won't make a difference. You're not saying you're doing this um, pizza eating as a habit every single day. So it's a one thing. And, you know, I saw the, um, I saw like Blake Lively posted, or maybe this was like a quote from her that was old that E news posted, but it was like her kind of regretting that she, she worked so, so, so intensely hard to get her like baby 
her post her pre-baby body back. Mm -hmm. She said she wished she had the confidence to sort of go out and just be brave with her like and be and and show women like that this is a realistic body rather than an unrealistic body that took her a lot of like hard hard work to 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 get right and i think that that's where like a lot of this is coming from is that pressure to try to to get that back whatever it is and i'm feeling i'm sort of feeling that pressure already even though i haven't even had my baby and i'm not i'm almost in my third trimester but i'm not yet there and it's so real. It's so real. And like thinking about like, what am I going to do? Like, am I going to go on a diet? Like, how am I going to go about it? Um, so yeah, I'm there with you and you, and you definitely deserve that cold pizza. Sometimes co- who said coffee needs to be the first thing you eat? <laughs> Drink. You know, the means. <laughs> the means. The means said it. So sleepy eyed, cold pizza, eating batch. Go, go you. Good for her. Um, yeah. Like, the, the the idea that like we should spend the day like fretting over the fact that we had like pizza or whatever or something that's not classically you know the most the most healthy decision it's okay you're okay it's okay and if you hadn't had it and you'd been like putting this pizza on the pedestal yes hey shout out that to that to that fun thing that we used to say if you're not putting yeah. that if you hadn't been putting this pizza on this pedestal or if you had been for and you haven't been and you didn't eat it maybe you would have binged in another way and it wouldn't and it would have had been worse like worse emotionally later um so yeah i love that it's a win aileen do you have an on-scale win um yeah i don't know if it's a win but it's more of like a tool that i, I guess it's a win it's a way to cope with stress um I felt like I think I talked I talked about this on moms, but I felt very overwhelmed um, in general. There's a lot of things that are just changing and for the for the mm-hmm. better, obviously, I'm very happy about these changes like for I'm, I'm moving out of my apartment for good. Like I'm moving into the suburbs, which is fucking scary, like a huge life change. Um, yeah. And like that is scary. I also have to work fit, pack while Actually, I have literally the busiest week that I've had. So I have to pack that same exact week. And then I'm moving. Then we're moving to my in-laws temporarily while we like figure out like closing on our house. And then on top of that, once we move into our house, I have to then start planning to have this baby, (laughs) which will be coming in like one month and a half right after and it's just so many things on top of, you know, work. <laughs> so I felt like this, I felt feeling of, you know, everything is happening at once and I feel very overwhelmed. And so I uh, stress a tool that I made to, to cope with my stress instead of, you know, like eating emotionally eating through it or whatever is right that I decided to sort of make a list and I shared it with Rusty, like even though he didn't ask, I shared a list of my like how we're going to do it. <laughs> and I'm like one thing at a time. We're first focusing on a moving and then we're going to part one is moving. Part two has three parts. <laughs> part two, a part two, B part two, C. Like I literally mapped out like a, a plan, an action plan for my how to get through like the actions that are that I'm sort of worried about. And that helped me sort of do the things I had been procrastinating, like ordering a bunch of 
like I needed boxes and I was stressed about, oh, I don't have any of the boxes, but like that's because I was kind of, you know, when you get in your own way. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> it was, so I, I, so I made my plan and I feel so much more calm because, you know, every time I'm like overwhelmed thinking about, I didn't get the stroller for the baby. I know. Okay. That is part three. We're not there yet. We're still on one. Right. So like we're okay. And we're still sticking to the timeline. So that's how I kind of dealt with it. And it feels good. Cause it's a win. It's a win because I, it was, it's manageable now, you right. know, I'm not giving into this, like the stress. Right. And yeah, it feels like, good. Like when that's good that you're not making yourself crazier because it yeah. is very easy to make yourself crazy. Yeah. Right. Totally. I know that feeling where you're just like running through the steps in your head, like over and over and over again, like almost upset, like in an OCD-esque manner. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not just using that term lightly. My therapist has said, I, I think yeah, I present, my anxiety presents as OCD. <laughs> All right. Whatever. <laughs> um, that's a great, that's great though. You are like, you got your life. You know, it was hard in, in order. Well, no, it's just just like that feeling of just being so overwhelmed and like this hopelessness feeling of like I don't know how I'm gonna do any of this. It, yeah. And then on top of like I'm just pregnant and I'm just like not feeling good right now, and it's just like all of it just felt like too much. And I was like, okay, so what can I can I, what can I control? Right. And that is just how I just made my step by step plan. <laughs> And I highly recommend this tool to anyone who feels that way or has a lot going on in this short period of time. And it just, it was, and by no means am I complaining. I'm so grateful for all the things that are happening. It's just sometimes it feels like too much and gotta get through it. Did you like write this down anywhere? Like, do you have a method or is it just like, you know, what, how did you, uh, like, well, I texted it, it to there. Rusty. Okay. Like I hardcore texted, like, you know, I use my laptop yes. and, <laughs> and, um, he was like, great. <laughs> and he's like, I'm glad you're feeling better. And I'm like, yes. And also, you know, he has anxiety too. So we, we helped each other, but yeah, it's the method is really just about focus. It's not really like things I need to do. It's just steps. It's like, it's like phases of focus. Right. We are currently just focusing on the moving part that is stressful enough as it is. Once I get, you know, the day after the move is when phase two starts to A, right? <laughs> to A, B, and C all are intertwined and they can happen simultaneously, but we will deal with them because we have now put them into groups. <laughs> Great. And then part C can only happen, which is baby. Like it's part like three. actual nesting part three, excuse me, is nesting. And it's like the preparation for the child. And that can only happen once I have moved into my house. Right. That so, makes a lot of sense. It does. Yes. It all makes a lot so, of sense. We're in stages. We're still in one. <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> well, you'll let us know when you're moving into part two A. <laughs> Yeah. I will. Um, do you have a win, Sammy? I don't remember if I said this as a win, but okay. So we're pre-recording this before it's going to happen, but I have officially scheduled like a consultation for my egg freezing slash embryo freezing. Oh, shit. And the, the first consultation is happening tomorrow. We, we will have already happened for the, for the listeners, but for this recording, it is tomorrow. We are doing a Zoom with Avi and the doctor. Okay. Um, and we, and then depending on like how that conversation is, I'll probably go in for like a a scan or some shit. 
So that is like, <laughs> you have after. to know the info. You, you won't know. You don't know what the next step is until you have your consultation. Well, she knows. She knows. <laughs> she scan- said like, so you, you put on your calendar, the scan or some shit. No, she's, she, 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 she said it's a scan. It's a scan. Yeah. Okay. But, um, but yeah, a scanner, some shit. Cause like, you don't, it could surprise me. You don't know. Um, well, don't they have to, do they have to, first of all, that's exciting. Congratulations. Cause that's a daunting thing to do. Like even schedule. Do you, yeah, do, no, do, I let the first it sit thing on my, is, I'm sure. I, the yeah, first thing though, is it, isn't it to find out like your like f- status of fertility? That's is what that the scan thing? is. That's what I believe okay. the scan is. Um, but I've been like reading a lot more things that have made me feel less worried about like the research um, about like the ages of eggs. And I, I do feel like, okay, it's not as much of a big deal as like, I thought I'll be fine. Many women have done this, have done like egg freezing. And I feel like I could do it. Like, we're going to do it. We're just going to make it through the scan. And you have no expectations. No, you're just, Yeah. And I'm not doing it right away. It's not like we're going to like start injections like right after the scan. Like I plan to save that for the fall, hopefully. Um, But I'm proud of myself that like I didn't just like leave it like wallowing in my head and I actually like put it into action because I just feel like I'm taking charge of something that was giving Mm. me anxiety. That's this is, we have the same theme. This is the same yeah. theme. Yes, taking, taking charge. charge. Just doing of one things step. that feel a lot. Yeah, just doing like one yeah. step. I think helped. Like just doing the conversation on the phone with the doctor and scheduling the mm-hmm. Zoom, and then knowing that like okay, we'll have the Zoom, and then I will go for a scan, and then we'll see. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. totally. You know what? Sometimes I like if anybody else is feeling this is like sometimes you it hurts to put something big on your to-do list, something that requires like 7,000 steps. Yes. So the the best thing is like to just look at it and be like, I'm never going to do this until I like scale it down to what is the first step? Right. Email a person or right. just, you know, contact, you know, some, the smallest yes. thing because you end up just having a billion things in your, to, in your like, right. it becomes a wish list, right. not a to-do list. Right. It literally um, is... Once you do the first step and like where you basically like just send the email, schedule Mm -hmm. the person, make a plan, you will, I think, feel a lot better. It feels better to be organized, a little bit more organized or just you started. Yeah, I agree. So that is it for today's non-scale wins. You know how else I am winning this week? I'm using Nivea Nourishing Body Wash. Seriously, my skin is so soft, even after just one shower. And I've honestly gotten some comments about it, mostly from Avi, because he's the one who sees my skin the most. But it makes me feel good around. And of course, I'll take the compliments. And you can try Nivea Nourishing Body Wash for yourself by visiting Amazon or your local drugstore. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. 
Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. All right, so should we get into our dear DST for the week? We should. Definitely. We should. Um, um, do you want me to read this one? You should read this give, one. Give, give you, I'll give you a break, Michelle. Give me a reading break. <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're, not in your, we're not in your nook right now, so we got, we got, I'll give you a break. You know what's <laughs> funny is like we talk all day, but my tongue muscle never gets tired. Huh. Yeah. You know what? That's true. <laughs> it's like such a high thought. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the tongue is, is the strongest muscle of the body, <laughs> right? Like if I go for a walk, my shins are, are hurting. If I haven't gone for a walk in a few days and my tongue never True. gets a break. You talk too much or something, your jaw could hurt, but never your tongue. Yeah. It's a very strong muscle. Huh? Yeah. yeah. That is such a high thought though. Well, All right. Well, you got those <laughs> thoughts sober. <laughs> um, All right. Dear DST. Hey, Sammy and Aileen, longtime fan of the podcast. It's the best. Here's the scoop. My company is phasing us back into the office after a year of remote working. I work in a small team of about 15 people and we all sit in a bullpen, quote unquote. There's always community food around. Yes, even with COVID. My 
Coworkers have zero filter and most of them go out to lunch each day. Prior to lunch, there are always conversations about where to go, what to eat, etc. I overhear, quote, oh, I'm going to be good this week or I'm on this new noon plan. It's amazing. Or I've never lost five pounds faster. You know, almonds are actually really unhealthy for you. And all of this other diet talk you hear often. It's betchy, catty, and emotionally... <laughs> catty? <laughs> catty, 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 catty Heron. Yeah. She spelled it like catty C- instead of C-A-T-T-Y. She spelled it like catty Heron. Oh my God, that is oh, the most... Oh, catty, like C... Caddy, like Caddy, so like Caddy from Mean Girls. That's so funny. Okay, it's betchy, Caddy, and emotionally taxing. Not to mention just unnecessary. It feels like everyone is in your business at all times. This is my first job out of college, and I suffered an eating disorder for six years of my life. I've done a lot of work to be recovered. I didn't realize how much remote working took all of that office noise away. I feel like I've been thrown back into it and I'm trying my best to renavigate it. Internally, I just want to put them in their place and tell them that these comments could be triggering. It gets better. But my boss has specifically called me out and told me that I don't participate in the conversation enough around the office. She's made comments on what I eat slash don't eat and my stature. I'm stuck between telling them all nicely to shut the fuck up, sharing what I've learned in recovery in hopes they maybe cut back on the diet talk or continuing to block out these comments and internally filter them. It hasn't even been a month and I realize how much it's affecting me mentally. So any advice is appreciated. XO, confused and exhausted corporate batch. Okay. She, and she has a PS aside from the emotional toll I felt from being hundred percent remote work to, I didn't realize how little I missed the office commissary. Like what? being, being like with your coworkers and complaining to each other. She didn't miss it. Right. So she probably thought that that like was draining is my guess. And she didn't okay. miss it. Got it. Okay. So what do you think? Ah, <sighs> I kind of feel like maybe this isn't the best environment for you and you should maybe seek a different job. And don't they have HR though? I, they have HR, but like, this is, this doesn't seem like something that HR can like fix because it just seems like, cause it's not just the coworker saying it, it's the boss about commenting on her, her eating, commenting on like whether she talks enough, um, but I mean, if she there could, is an HR, the the point of HR is to speak to the boss, right? It's like, but, right. No, I know. I know the point of HR is to speak to the boss, but this is so much more than just the boss. Like it's the people who she's around. It's the it's the fact that everybody sits around each other, like without dividers. It's the it's the culture of people going out to eat together and you know, they're all sort of dieting. It's, it's a caddy, a caddy heron environment. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like maybe it's just like not a good culture. And because you are talking about a real recovery, not just like, um, you know, this is a formal recovery we're talking about. Not like, uh, you know, I've been to casual therapy and like, I'm trying to work Mm -hmm. this out. Like it might just be like really a bad mix for this girl. Um, the specifics of it. Right. I mean, yes. However, you can't expect that every place you go is going to be any different or better. Um, So in the meantime, I would and it's not that easy to just to find another job. No, no. So I would just I would I would consider 
speaking to like to speaking to the HR or the boss and just like ask her to hear you out about where you're coming from. Like I've gotten all this feedback from you about not speaking up. And I totally appreciate that. I acknowledge that I don't, but here's why I don't, I don't feel comfortable speaking up and just shared it with her that like you, you have this past, this past and something, a recovery is not something that just goes, it goes away. And for me, it's really difficult to participate in these conversations. Um, and sometimes I find it a little inappropriate and then just kind of see what she says. If to, if somebody came to me about that, I would I would immediately like empathize with them. But who knows? This totally. boss may not not be mature. You know, you never know what kind of company this is. Um, so so you could start. I would I would. That's what I would do. That's I would start there. It's going to be really uncomfortable. Um, but that's to me the only. I wouldn't I wouldn't make it like an aggressive shut the fuck up nicely. I would just share it say like, I acknowledge your feedback a hundred percent, but here's a little bit about me and why this is happening. And then maybe also come with, come with, uh, suggestions for how you can work better in this environment. Like, oh, so maybe I can, um, I don't know what it would be. Obviously it's very specific to the, to the work. I don't know what kind of job this is, but like, just maybe, maybe there's something that we can do to not make the food eating talk like 24, the diet talk 24 seven, because you never know who else is struggling like this. Maybe it's not just me. Well, I wonder, okay, two things. Well, one thing is about the boss. Even if the boss is like perfectly mature, they just might not get it because this isn't the same as like, and I think this, what my second point is that this might change is that like, you know how there are certain things that it's just like taboo to talk about in an office. Like when you have like sexual harassment training, like certain comments that people may not have realized were not okay to be making at the office. You get, you become aware that like those types of comments are not okay. I kind of predict that in the future, this might fall into that category. Like very, like, I don't think that's going to happen this year or next year, but I do think that the like people will in office environments become more aware of commenting on people's weight loss or like even in a compliment, even in a complimentary way that talking around food and dieting, especially when there's like food up for offering in the office. Like I have a feeling like that there will become a time when commenting on that becomes just like commentary that you stay away from because of how many people you could indirectly be triggering like even people who don't necessarily aren't in formal recovery but you know who, people like who we were a yeah. few years ago yeah I, I think there's definitely going to be some like more just sensitivity around it yeah like you just it's not so like free and open to talk about like uh, what, what you're not eating this week <laughs> right or like, like throwing maybe, around maybe. the calories in something Maybe like there's going to be a a time when like you should ask someone first if they feel comfortable talking about it and then talk about it with them because it's still you are never going to be like oh, everybody's going to be 100 percent just can't talk about anything, you know, um, right. like there's still way like in, in an office culture, like not everyone's always going to have things to get a, like get along about or find in common. So oftentimes like these are the things that people talk about because it's it's been universal for it's a while. Food. 
It's like it's food. And always it's like, oh, I've been bad. I've been good. This is my diet. This is what I'm eating. Where do you want to eat? Like, it's like that's that's just like a a great default chat. It is. Um, It's like the weather. But at one point, (laughs) like, do we say that everything is just fucking triggering? Like there's going to be then. Right. You know, I think there's there's got there's got to be like a, a middle a middle ground. Right. I mean, of like I, asking if someone's comfortable or something. Here's the thing. Everything can be triggering. That is the idea behind trauma and triggers that totally it's triggering to you, but maybe not to everybody. Um, but I could see like talk about diets specifically being one of those things that like, or, or like don't comment on anyone's body becoming like the very, very much the standard. Hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think the body thing is like number one. Like it's already that's already a thing, right? But I don't think you'd get in trouble for like saying you look like you lost weight or something. Right. I agree. But in the future, I don't know if you get in trouble for it, but it just might be like just avoid that. But I can see why that would be like really frustrating for me. Like if I'm around somebody who I know talks about diets all the time, um, and. Like I, but I don't see them every single day, right? So I can deal with it because I only see them not that much. But if it's every single day, I think that I would probably lose my fucking shit. I would be like, I yeah, to a specific person, I'd be like, I totally hear you. Like you know, everything you're doing is awesome, but I really, I like, you know, I went through something with my eating, and I just don't feel that comfortable talking about it. Like there, I would have like a full, like I would have, to, I I need to address this right now because, and. But you're also around. I can see. I can see where it's it's a lot because a lot of people, it's everyone. That's a whole nother ball game. But you never know. Like maybe in these 15 people, I doubt everybody's always participating. It's probably just the few loudest ones. So there could be somebody else who's on the same page as you. And you never know. Because. Quiet, you're quietly sort of dealing with it. Um, But anyway, good luck. Good luck. Maybe talk talk to HR if that's an option. If not, talk to the boss if you feel comfortable. Um, and I wish you the best of luck. Corporate batch. <laughs> corporate confused and exhausted corporate, corporate batch. batch. Yes, Caddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that. She literally smells like Caddy Hart. I can't. I'm dying. Yeah. Um, anyway, guys, email us your dear DSTs at dst at betches I'll repeat it again. That is d s T at betches.com. Email us your non-scale wins as well. We love the non-scale wins section. I feel like we it's like therapy doing the non-scale wins. It is. It sucks when I can can't think of what I was gonna say from earlier in the week. <laughs> like though. one just comes. Yeah. And then you're like, wow, that was a really good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's that's part of the that's part of why that's part of the whole thing is like not everything always feels like a win, but twisting some some moment that you wouldn't have normally thought as like positive and maybe using that as a positive thing for your week so it's a form of therapy so here we are you're you're there unlicensed therapist right and follow us at die starts tomorrow at sammy at aileen rate review subscribe tell a friend about these episodes they're short they're quick as jared say they're shareable so share the shit out of them and we're always with you through thick and thin Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong and Sean Kilby. Social media by Sydney Rafe. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com.
Betches.